Scott. How's that for an intro, hey? <laughs> All right. Church, good morning. It's a, it's a great day to be in God's house. Sevens, how's that for putting the novices under pressure, hey? <laughs> when, I, when I got Gabe's um, and voice note, and my stomach just went, and I thought, flip, I'm just a normal guy. I've never stood on the stage. I've never said anything in church. And I thought, what am I going to say? And just there and then in my garden, the words faith over fear dropped into my heart. And I responded to Gabe immediately, and I said, Gabe, I'm in. So today, I want to talk to you about living by faith and not by fear and what that means in our daily lives. So, um, yeah, Scott has introduced me. Our girls aren't here today. Liv had an operation on Thursday, so Bex is at home looking after her. And uh, let me just clear up one thing quick, just for the leadership team. Guys, Gabe, if you're listening, you're safe. I'm not here to take your job. This is, uh, this is, this is just a once-off, you know, unless God's got other plans. Um, you know that saying, uh, be careful not to poke the bear. I'm just, uh, be careful what I said. So as kids, we grew up in a, in a church that regularly sent trips up into Africa, mission trips. And my mom, she wasn't interested in going anywhere. And she said, well, Malawi can go to Helena Basket. And uh, guess what happened? Yeah, you guessed it. She ended up going on several trips up into Africa, including Malawi. So um, yeah, God's got a sense of humor, hey? So, so let me not poke the bear, but for now, you guys are safe. All right, so today I wanna talk to you about living by faith and not by fear. Church, it's easy to live in fear. If you just look at the world around us, we've got the war in Ukraine, we've got COVID, which we're just kind of coming out of, We've got what, unprecedented droughts. We've got wildfires. We've got the threat of global recession. Closer to home, we've got rising interest rates. We've got rising inflation. And I don't know about you guys, but every time I walk out of the shop, I walk out and I've got less groceries and I paid more. And uh, it's like I've been robbed. And let's not even talk about the petrol price or Eskom or, or our president or politics. It's depressing, guys. But... Um, as easy as it is to give into fear, and people are packing for Perth, that's not how God has called us to live. Can you imagine a world where we live confident in who we are and confident who God has called us to be? So church, God has not called us to live in fear. In 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, it says, for God will never give you the spirit of fear. Say never. So God will never give you the spirit of fear but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. So if God will never give us the spirit of fear, how has he called us to live? Well, the Bible is pretty clear. God has called us to live by faith. In Romans 1.17, it says, For in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The righteous will live by faith. It doesn't say the righteous could live by faith or they should live by faith. It says they will live by faith, which seems simple enough, eh? but we're human and life is not easy. So what does it mean to live by faith? What does that look like? And today, I just want to touch on two things in my seven minutes, which I can't see counting down, so let me just keep going. Halfway. <laughs> Living by faith. The first one is position. Living by faith is knowing your position and being secure in that position. Church, do you know your position? Do you know who you are? Or better yet, do you know whose you are? In Romans 8, 14, it says, because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Say sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit 
of sonship. You are God's sons. Now we know in the Bible, when it says sons, it refers to both men and women. But let that sink in. We are all God's sons. I'm God's son, the creator of heaven and earth, the ruler of all. Everything on earth and in this heaven is his. I am God's son. I will not fear because he is in control. I know my position. I am his son and I walk, you guessed it, by faith. The second aspect of living by faith is posture. You think living by faith is just (laughs) slouching through life. No, 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 no. That's not what God has called us to do. Living by faith, friends, starts here. In, In Luke 22, Jesus gave us the perfect example. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he said he went off to the side and he knelt down and he prayed. And now in our everyday life, what does that mean? It means we start here and we say, God, I surrender, lead the way. And out of this posture, church, we can stand firm in faith. And as God's son, I can walk upright in faith, confident, not arrogant, but confident, the authority that I'm God's son and he has called me to fulfill a designed purpose and I walk by faith. So church, I'll start wrapping up with a personal story of God's faithfulness. Uh, Many years ago, we were really caught up in the rat race. I spent most weeks away from home in Joburg. I missed much of our girls growing up, and it wasn't how life should be. And in 2016, we met a brilliant businessman, a senior advocate who is in Joburg, and he owned a wine farm in the Cape, and he was looking for a family to to run his farm. We thought, yes, like, eh? A wine farm, we're in. And uh, (laughs) we we quit, and and we went to the farm. And um, there's some amazing aspects to it. But you know that we've never worked so hard and we've never worked such long hours. And the, the moment hit us when our girls said to us, we used to see you more when you lived in Cape Town. And that was a sobering, sobering moment and we decided to go back. And church testament to God's faithfulness, we both went back into our old jobs. And then less than a year later, I went back and I sat at my old desk with my old computer. Pretty good story, hey, but it doesn't end there. <laughs> so life seemed to settle and after a year, Dow started to push me to approach the, the industry leading company in our industry for a job. And after a few meetings and a couple of weeks, they offered me a job and I accepted. And the next day I walked into the office, laptop bag on my shoulder, resignation in my resignation letter in my laptop bag. And as I walked in, they said, there's a meeting in the boardroom. So I walked into the boardroom and uh, I got handed a retrenchment notice. And I just thought, look, God, you knew all along and you're in control. So guys, I I walked straight into a new job and I got a retrenchment payout from the old job because God is always faithful. So I'll finish finish with this. Psalm 4 verse 8 says, for no matter what happens, I will live unafraid. I will live unafraid. Church, God will never give us a spirit of fear. God will never leave us and he will never forsake us. God has never failed and he's not about to start. Church, God has called us to walk by faith, to live by faith, and to never give up. And you know what? We can do it. Why? Because God is faithful and he is in control. Amen. Amen. Thank you.